Do you know what it's like to be stuck in a pit of disappointment? Dashed hopes and dismantled dreams can plunge us into a pit of despair where despondency keeps us from climbing out. Now I've been there and I know that the only hope of escape is rescue. But I also know this, I have a rescuer who hears my cries from the pit. God lifts me up and steadies me. Now, whether or not you're currently in a pit, I think you'll be encouraged by the scripture that I'm gonna be sharing today along with three things that it teaches us about how to persevere from the pit. Welcome to Believe and Speak. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant and I post new videos every Sunday and Wednesday. I invite you to subscribe and be sure to click the bell for notifications. Also, if you like what you see, I would really appreciate it if you would click like and also share. Now, in the Believe and Speak podcast, it's all about how our tongue has the power of life and death and what we believe we are to speak out. And so I read a portion of scripture and I pull out a declaration that I invite you to believe and speak with me because again, it will empower your tongue with truth. So today I'm going to read Psalm 40, just verses one through three from the New Living Translation. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Three things jump out at me from these verses, but before I go into what they are, I wanna ask you if you would believe and speak today's declaration with me, God lifts me up and steadies me. Will you say that with me? God lifts me up and steadies me. Now, if you only take away one thing from listening today, I hope, that you will remember that you can trust God to lift you up and steady you. No matter how deep of a pit you might be in, He will do it. Now, it might not happen right away, but He has a plan that He can work out perfectly, even if you're in a pit. So the first thing that captures my attention from Psalm 40 is the psalmist's attitude while he's stuck in the pit. Remember in verse one, I read, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. How on earth do you wait patiently when you're in a pit? Patience is possible when you know the Lord hears your cries and cares. Impatience flows from being uncomfortable in your current circumstances and you're desperately wanting something to change. That's what, what makes us impatient. It needs to change now, the sooner the better. But what if even in that discomfort, you completely trusted that God would make everything all right in the end? One of the best things that we can do from the pit is to acknowledge God's 
sovereignty. That is my first point. Acknowledge God's sovereignty, knowing that God sees your predicament in that pit, hears your cries, and cares about your struggle helps quiet the desperation that we feel when we're in the pit. Acknowledging God's sovereignty means trusting that He not only can rescue you, but also that He always has a purpose for our painful circumstances. We can more easily wait on God when we believe that He gives all the grace needed to make it through any difficulty. God is never early, but He is also never late. He rescues me right on time. I have a joke with some friends of mine that the next book that I write is going to be called My 11th Hour God because he he does show up, but he always seems, at least in my life, to show up at the 11th hour at the last minute. But I tell you what, because of that, I've learned to wait until the 11th hour. And I'm working on the patient part, patiently wait. But I've learned to wait until the 11th hour because if God has me, in a refiner's fire, and I try to get out, I've learned that he'll just light one somewhere else. He's going to keep me in that fire as long as I need to be there. And I know that it's hard to see clearly when you're in that pit, but use your time in the darkness to draw near to God. His presence brings peace and hope and light. So invite him into the pit with you and acknowledge his sovereignty. If his plan involves waiting on your rescue, then you might as well wait patiently. Trust his timing. I love the hope in Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If you're in a pit, Wait patiently for God's rescue, believing and speaking this truth. God lifts me up and steadies me. Okay, the next thing that Psalm 40 teaches me about how to persevere in a pit is to admit my need of rescue. I can relate to the word picture that David uses in Psalm 40. I think it's verse 2 where he says, the mud and the mire, right? He lifted me up out of the mud and the mire. A sticky and slippery pit of despair can trap us in a miry mess up to our necks. I tell you what, when I sink into despondency, I can't get out on my own. But I've begun to believe that that's by design. If I could escape, I wouldn't need to be rescued. God is my rescuer, and I owe him my life. He not only saved me from the wages of sin, but he saves me over and over again by redeeming every negative situation and using it for my good. I do need a rescuer, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I have a dear, dear friend, one of my oldest friends, who says, Shauna, you get into that pit. You even allow the despair and the despondency. She says, but you never stay there. You never stay there. That's because I acknowledge God's sovereignty and I invite him right into that pit with me so that his presence will will chase away the fear, chase away the doubts and help me. And then 
He faithfully lifts me out. Okay, now my final point. I can persevere through seasons of difficulty because, here it is, I can anticipate the power of my testimony. Psalm 43 assures us that many will see what God has done for us and be amazed. And not only that, but in their amazement, they will put their trust in the Lord. One of the things that helps me wait patiently when I'm in the pit is the assurance that the more profound my rescue, the more glory goes to God. I have a dear, dear friend who I met years ago when I was invited into a church to be their uh, worship leader on staff, and she was the keyboard player. And we had been together on the worship team and developing a friendship over time when she said, you know what, Shauna, when I first met you, I didn't like you. I was like, what? And she says, you were so cotton picking happy all the time. She said, I figure you lived in this perfect little bubble where nothing touched your perfect little life, or you were like in major denial and needed help. <laughs> she said, but the more I got to know you, I saw God at work in you. You've been in the pit. You've been through things, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I can see that in your life. I am so thankful for that. Now, again, I don't welcome discouragement. I don't like being in the pit, but if I had a perfect life, I wouldn't have cause to admit my need of rescue and I wouldn't have much of a testimony. My times in the pit have taught me that God is sovereign. He has a right and a reason for every trial and disappointment. And his word teaches us not to grow weary because at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Don't give up, my friend. If you're in a pit right now, remember the promise from Psalm 40. God lifts me up and steadies me. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we acknowledge that you are sovereign over every hill and valley, over every mountain and every pit. God, we thank you so much that you are a rescuer who cares. And so, Lord, when we are in a pit, we can wait patiently knowing that you see us. You don't want us to be to be despondent because you are our hope. And so, Father, I pray for anyone who's losing hope, that they would turn to you, the source of hope. We know, Father God, that because of Jesus, we can believe in what we can't see. I ask that your presence would fill anyone, Lord, who's feeling cut off and, and lonely and despondent even like I've been and ask that you would fill them, that you would renew their strength, that they would mount up on wings like eagles as they wait on you, as they hope in you, because you are faithful to every promise, and you have promised that you will work all things together for the good of those who are called according to your purpose. Those of us who love you and trust you, God, help us to wait patiently on you and thank you for what we learn when we're in the pit and how our lives are a testimony to your goodness when you lift us out and set us 
on a firm ground. No wonder the psalmist wrote that you put a, a hymn of praise, a song of joy expressing our love for you. And Lord, we pray that we would be that way even now, no matter our circumstances, because you are worthy to be praised. We love you and again, thank you for all that you do for us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I love being with you. I hope that you'll leave a comment. I'm always excited when I hear from you and I can respond. Tell me how the words maybe from Psalm 40 have helped you if you've been in a pit lately so that you can know that you know that God is faithful. He's a rescuer and he will lift you out and put you on steady ground. And remember, you'll have a testimony because of it. And I hope that you'll share it because your tongue has power. Use it for good.